equality. Is it negotiable? Should it be subjected to compromise or pursued at any cost? Surely pursuit without consideration for others is the very definition of selfishness. If so, it must be questioned. Can one truly fight for their own interests and equality? How are you all feeling? Nervous? I'd be surprised if you weren't. Hell, my legs are shaking. But the only reason they are is because we've got something important on the line. We've not only got to go out there and win the all-girls team back, but we've got to prove ourselves, once and for all, in front of the entire school, that we deserve it. If you're ready for the fight of your life, then let's head out. Okay, that's a little more than I thought. They're crowding all the way around. Look, there's still more coming. Were any of you expecting this? No. Did we always have this many people? It's like the entire school has come to see this match. Are you nervous, Grace? No, not at all. I often play in front of hundreds. Really? <laughs> because even I'm starting to get nervous and I'm not even playing. <laughs> oh god, I'm worse than I thought. Mars doesn't even understand my sarcasm. What about you, Alice? We can see the boys exiting the change rooms and they look ready for a match. Your legs still shaking? With excitement. Have you heard much about this? Uh, not really. I mean, who do you think will win? I just hope it's entertaining. Wait, wasn't this the thing Mr. Santa coached? I heard it was the one that started it all. No, I think that was Alice, wasn't it? Maybe? Do you think Alice is good enough to get in on her own? Well, I guess we'll find out soon, won't we? Before we begin... Can we please have a minute of silence? Despite the crowd and the gravity of the match, she seems unfazed. Who? Alice? I'd say she's dealing with it better than the others, but... But? But I, I wouldn't say she's unfazed. That said, uh, I'm no coach, so maybe you see something differently. Considering I coach the girls' team, and Alice has made it a point this year of avoiding said team, I'm sure you see it more clearly than I do. But I think with everything she's been through this year, even just the last few weeks, you can't walk onto this pitch like that without a strong resolve. But now, it all comes down to this. The boys kick off first, 
the final fight for the team. Who will win? And they're off. The boys start aggressively. Everyone's running forward, trying to create space. The man in the middle passes up. Another lays it off, and there's a shot from nowhere. Before the girls have even touched the ball, the first shot of the game has been made. It's a miss, however. One minute in, and they're already on top of me. Yeah, this is too easy. It didn't get much better. Five minutes in, and we have another goal kick. The girls kick out. It's intercepted. The girls tackle. Free kick, just outside the box. They just chopped the guy's legs. And now Kyle is stepping up to take it. They're not playing awfully well, are they? I think the pressure may have got to them. Sorry, Kyle's just shot and scored over the wall and into the net. And the boys feel like they've got a point to prove. You're here early. Don't you have class? You're here? Uh, I, I think I have a break now. You know, like, like a study period. Why, you're awfully early yourself. I just had a chat with Mrs Simpson. Seems like she's taken a study break as well. Ah, oh, right, yeah. That's a reasonable excuse. Are you recording this? I'm always recording. <laughs> nah, I just heard you outside and turned it on. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I hear Mr. Colbert's coaching the boys today, while Mrs. Simpson coaches the girls. How do you feel about that? It seems about right. Both sides got what they voted for. From what I understand, Mr. Colbert's been gunning for that position for ages. So there's enthusiasm, I guess, but it's kind of sad to think that this was the only way he'd get it. And what about Mrs. Simpson? She's good. We caught a lucky break. She's coached the girls before. Ironically, though, I had my first training session with her yesterday. Because you were preoccupied at the start of the season? Something like that. Well, it's good you approve of her. You and Felicity were the ones she was most concerned about. Really? Yeah, not only had she not coached you before, but you two are probably the most influential in the team. Hmm. So what do you think of today's deal, then? Is it what you wanted? It kind of feels like a final because of how much is at stake. So in that respect, it's actually quite exciting. But at the same time, I feel like we have to keep proving ourselves. I kind of wish people would just believe in us, you know? So what do you think will happen? Obviously, we'll win this. Continue with a winning streak in the league and then maybe... State champions. You think you can do it? Of course we can. The moment we win today, everything that was stopping us from succeeding will no longer exist. We'll finally be able to play without distractions. (laughs) The tables have turned, haven't they? What do you mean? Well, at the start, you were complaining that the boys saw you as weights holding them down. And 
Now, here you are, trying to prove that they were the weights all along. I hadn't thought of it like that. But you know, this entire season we've always had it tough. It's the boys who have relaxed and cruised through with double-digit wins almost every game. And I think that weight we've carried till now, more than anything else today, will be the reason we win. Unfortunately, life doesn't always go as planned. After the first goal, the match certainly stabilised. The energy and enthusiasm the boys began with slowly disappeared. And as the match progressed, the girls played more and more desperately. Like it was dawning upon them that this really was now or never. And although they had a few good chances, particularly involving Alice, and also a couple close calls, with the boys slowing down the pace and flooding their backline in the second half, the match remained 1-0. Near the 80th minute, Mrs Simpson let me know her thoughts of the match so far. We were a little unlucky, but it's also unfair to say it was entirely that. Given hindsight, would you have changed anything? Well, I would have started with the formation I changed to at half-time. Wait, you changed Brendan's formation? His formation is brilliant. It simultaneously plays to Alice and Felicity's strengths as players. When you told me earlier, I was honestly surprised he managed to come up with it in the middle of a match. But it fails to account for their personalities. What do you mean? He shifted Alice into a defensive midfielder role to give her more time on the ball, but I realised during this match, Alice would much rather play as an attacking midfielder. Why is that? Because she loves to show off. <laughs> so, in that case, do you think it would have made the difference? Not so much defensively, but we might have gotten a few extra shots in the first half. I feel like by the time I did change it, the second half kind of killed the impact I was going for. Yeah, there haven't been too many shots the second half, have there? The boys just locked it down. You know, it doesn't matter if they don't get any chances, as long as we don't get any too. Then they win. Just look at Alice now. 30 metres out, under pressure. The only players she can pass to are our defenders. Everyone even remotely forward is covered. They're tied! From 30 metres out, a long shot from nowhere. Alice has made it 1-1. One, one. Holy crap, what a goal. And just like that, they're back in it. Alice can play and score crazy goals? Who would have thought? Kyle looks super pissed off. But that's it. 1-1. One, one. The boys look to have it completely wrapped up before Alice turned everything on its head. So what happens now? It's a tie? I guess it's a mixed team then. No, 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 no. We play extra time. Kyle, we tied. Let's just take that as a sign for a mixed team. No. Okay, we're not drawing against them. We need to finish the deal we started. Does that work for you? Uh, I guess so. Extra time it is then.
And with that, the match continued into extra time. During the break, Mrs. Simpson prepared her team for the all-out brawl to come. Listen up. I want you to think about what you've been through. From the mistreatment to the outright ignorance of your efforts. Think about those feelings. Think about the people who made you feel like that. Now go out there and prove to them why you deserve to be in this team. Straight out of the gate, the girls attack. Alice dribbles past the player and passes to Felicity. Felicity goes 1-2 with Alice, then kicks it to the winger. It's run down the line. Alice and Felicity are in the centre. She crosses in. Alice gets to it and shot! Oh, bounce off the keeper. Defender tries to get take it away, but Felicity is there. It's a scuffle. Felicity kicks it towards the goal and oh! It's just shy, it's just shy. Oh, the pressure really feels like the start of the match. And because of that, the opposition will start to get real rough soon. But unlike the boys who came in expecting to win, we came in prepared for a slugfest. It's knocked down the line. India gets to it, but it's tackled straight away. The boys now have the ball and are immediately pressured. They pass inside before the girls intercept and they're tackled straight to the ground. The boys cannot get through. It's a tussle. The ball's flicked up. Lots of heads to it. It goes into the box. Alice just passed one blank. It's a touch. Goal! Goal! She shoots. She scores. It's two. One. The girls are winning. Oh, the girls are winning with 15 minutes to go before the end of the game. My God, Alice is on fire. The girls start the second half of extra time firing on all cylinders. There's a lot of dribbles and intensity, but the boys... Aren't working as a team. They don't seem to be breaking through the girls' defence at all. They're frustrated, and time's running out. Only a few minutes to go now. Carl's dribbling like crazy. It's the only attack they've had. Grace comes in. Oh, free kick. About 30 metres out. Carl gets up to take it. Every single player packs into the box. Kyle steps back and goes for the kick. Come on! It's a goal. Holy crap, what a shot. Who would have thought it'd be this good? The goal was low and hard and bounced off ahead. The ball comes back to the center and the girls kick off. And that's it. 2-2. Far out. Last chance of the game. But now... We go to penalties. Okay, listen to me. I want you to forget everything that just happened and ask yourself, why are you here? You're here to make a difference, right? You're here to fight for a future. One not only for you, but for your sisters, your friends, for girls everywhere. Now look around you. Everybody knows it. Every person in this school has seen it for themselves. Now, they all know the situation. 
the discrimination and the talent. You are not alone. When you go to that penalty spot, remember that it's not just you making that kick. It's everybody here. Everybody everywhere guiding that kick. All you gotta do is hit it forward. Everyone else will send it true. So don't worry. You got that? As for the kicking order. The players are lined up on the halfway line. Kyle's first up. It's a long walk from the centre of the ground to that elusive penalty spot. Danielle patiently waits in the goals. After 120 minutes of play, one goal and one assist, both from set pieces, Kyle places the ball down and winds back for the kick to potentially score the first goal of the shootout. He's off. It's in. He smashed it down to the left as Danielle dived right. Absolutely no chance. 1-0 for the boys. And up next, it's Felicity. Alice, Marit, have you seen Mrs. Simpson? Oh, Felicity, hey, uh, uh, yeah, she, she's in the gym. Oh, well, before you go, um, let me get a quick interview. How are you feeling about today's game? Excited? <laughs> What's there to be excited for? If we win, we lose the female state tournament. But if we lose, we lose the platform that got us that tournament in the first place. If we win... We don't exactly lose the Female Graduates Cup. No, but winning today doesn't change the fact we're in sixth place. It just means we have to now come first. We could still- It's risky. Like all of your plans. At some point, your luck runs out. Would you prefer to lose today? Settling has its own problems. Even if they create the Girls' Cup, that doesn't guarantee they'll listen to our ideas. Alice, more than anyone will agree, you can't trust ESV. It's set up, so we have to trust them. We lose our power to negotiate. So, what do you prefer, then? I don't know. If we could keep the tournament and our power to negotiate, that'd be perfect. Alice, you have any ideas? To be honest with you, I'm just kind of focusing on today's match. I'll deal with the next steps, you know, next. <sighs> Marin? Mm, basically, you need to hold them to account somehow. But how can we do that if nobody's focusing on us? You don't necessarily need them to focus on you. It would work just as well if the focus was on them. Huh. I kept thinking we'd need to keep the focus on us, but you make a good point. We just need to hold them to public scrutiny. That way, if they do something sketchy, everyone will know. But how would you do that? Well, what about through your podcast? Me? Yeah. After all this is done, we'll broadcast every meeting, let everyone listen in to how the world of soccer treats change. Do you think you can do that? Uh, I can't guarantee anything, but um, I can try coming to a few meetings. Maybe hover around for a little while longer, see how things go. What do you think, Alice? 
I'd rather not think about losing. But the plan's okay, right? Actually, it's better than okay. We're guaranteed a state tournament and we can still influence girls' soccer. In fact, it might actually be better than the mixed... It's not okay. We need to show that we can be better than them. I know someone else who thinks like that. Felicity looks focused, staring directly at the ball as she puts it down on that penalty spot. And she's ready to kick. Go! Hard and to the right, like a mirror image of Kyle's shot. 1-1, she's tied it up. The boys line up for the second shot on goal. To put them in the lead... It's a save! Shot left the center, allowing the diving Danielle to brilliantly save it with her legs. Maddie makes her way to the box. With this shot, Maddie can put the girls in the lead. Miss. Uh, it hit the crossbar and flew over. The score remains 1-1. One, one. Do you know what the boys call Kyle? Master? <laughs> they call him a selfish tyrant. He's constantly doing stuff, but the only time it's for others is when it also benefits him. And it's so obvious. It's why the boys are just fed up with him at this point. Hey, Felicity. A while ago, Grace mentioned this briefly as well, but she never went into detail. Can you explain why the boys are fed up with Kyle? It's because he constantly ruins their team for selfish reasons. Yeah, but how so? Well, let's start from the beginning then. In the very first match, he organised a group to specifically exclude Alice from playing, which in return caused Mr Sander to react, adding Grace to the lineup, which led some girls to think there was a place for them. Now, if the only consequence was more girls joining, then some boys would be angry. But here's the thing. He continued to do it. This forced Mr. Sander into a corner that ultimately banned the boys from the team entirely. So, they blamed the all-girls team on Kyle? Not at first. To avoid the blame, the first thing he did was start a rumour. What was it? That I told Coach to kick the boys out after which he set to work bringing the boys back into the team. So he sabotaged the girls' bus schedule. Except he gets ahead of himself. With half an hour till the match and thinking there wasn't enough time left to collect the others, he tells Alice to give the girls a call, purely for his own amusement. But to his surprise, Alice used that time to find a way to get them there. So you're saying... If he hadn't interfered to watch Alice struggle, the boys may have continued playing, and therefore, once again, they blamed him for screwing things up. But he couldn't divert the blame this time around. So what does Kyle do next? Him and a few others start bullying the girls on the team. Was he desperately trying to bully the girls off the team? But at this point it didn't matter. 
The girls had a full team now. They weren't moving. Which means it didn't benefit anyone. It was revenge. But here's the funny part. Again, that selfishness cost the boys. How? Well, the bullying made some girls question Mr Colbert's priorities. Are you talking about the big meeting earlier this week? The first thing any of the other girls asked was why hadn't Mr Colbert done more to stop the bullying? And ultimately, this stopped him getting elected as coach. It could also be seen as one of the reasons you're playing today. Could be. you got to remember as well, the mixed team was something most of the boys wanted. A majority of them actually voted for the mixed team. It just makes me wonder how many boys will dig in deep when the match gets tough. So, to sum up everything roughly, in your opinion, the boys dislike Kyle because he's not a team player. Because his selfish leadership, for lack of a better word, has consistently jeopardised the team's chances. Pretty much. But, Felicity, that doesn't quite add up. Think about it. During our second match, I pushed back just as hard as Kyle did during the first. But Mr Sander didn't ban girls from the team. So you do see the similarities between you and Kyle. boys are up next. Three shots each remain as he looks set to kick. Goal. 2-1. The boys lead again. Claire prepares to take the next shot. Claire runs up. Goal. Bottom right. And they're tied once again. 2-2. Only two shots remain as the boys go to the box. He sets up and trails back as he prepares to take the kick that may lead to victory. Saved! Straight at the goalkeeper, Danielle with her feet planted, saves it easily. It's 2-2 and the girls have an extra shot up their sleeve. Uh, selfishness isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, when I demanded the tournament, In part, doing so gave me a platform to show off my skills, but it also gave others a chance as well. Hell, if you really dig deep enough, everything I did could be seen as showing off. From pushing back against the boys, to trying to become captain, and even arguing against the principal. Each of these could be seen as someone just trying their best to look good, but they could also be interpreted as selfless. I think what matters in the end is what you do. Not the reason behind it. So, how would you then interpret the boy's reaction to Kyle? In my opinion, it's not Kyle's selfish behaviour that led people against him. It's their cause. There's simply no comparing it to ours. What do you mean by that? Our cause is seen as good. It's about ending discrimination, bringing about equality. It's something everyone strives for. So when Kyle set himself up against that, it put people off. So, you think the boys have come around to your perspective? If you're fighting the good fight, with time people will join you. They might not know it, but in a way, the best thing you can do for their future selves is to not let them slow you down now. So, 
ignore them right now for their own benefit. Yeah. But Alice, if it really was all about one's cause, why did you, in particular, struggle so hard to recruit girls? You struggled because, as you just described, your actions could be seen as both selfish and selfless. And the other girls didn't know if you were just another Kyle. Hazel goes up for what may well be a match-winning kick. The ball gets placed down, and she walks very, very slowly back, concentrating almost entirely on the ball. And she takes a shot. Oh, miss. Rebounded off the post. Coming into the last shot, the scores are level 2-2. The final kick taker for the boys steps up. To give the boys a chance, he gets ready to shoot. Over the crossbar, screamer into the air. That means if the girls get this next one in, they win. And Alice now makes her way to the goals. The crowd are on their feet. I don't think any of them were ever expecting something like this. Oh wait, uh, Felicity's running after her. If Felicity wanted to take the penalty kick, she she can't, like, she's already gone. Oh no, 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 it it seems like she just wanted to talk to Alice? I wonder what she's saying. The others think I'm like Kyle? Me? After all this time? As I led the group? Have you? Because from what I understand, ever since the trial began, Mr. Sander has been the driving force behind the team. Ironically, your first act as leader was to abandon the female graduates cup for the all girls team. I began the whole trial! True. You led the girls to the trial and once you got it, they hesitated continuing further. It's almost like Kyle is now where you were two months ago. Tell me, if your goal was truly to get a state tournament, why didn't you accept ESV's offer? I didn't believe Mr. Sander would agree to that deal with ESV. But is that your honest opinion? Mr. Sander had already shown us he was willing to compromise if the situation needed it. He caved into the demands of the school. In fact, by doing so, you could argue he did more for the cause than anyone else ever had. He wouldn't have agreed to this. I'm not saying he did. Maybe he even regretted his compromise with the school. The fact is, I don't know. But what makes you so certain? See what I mean? We can't tell if you rejected the deal because you thought it was best for the team or because you wanted to show yourself off. And that's the thing. I don't know what Mr. Sander did, but I do know when Mr. Sander risked his streaks to create the all-girls team, he did so not for personal glory, but to genuinely make a difference. And so whatever he decided with ESV, I know he would have thought it was the best path forward for us. 
Will you tank the team today? No, unlike Kyle, I'll do what I did when we discussed Mr. Colbert for mixed coach. I'll consider the opinions of others. Um, how can I get them to not potentially see me as Kyle? If you find yourself with a lot of attention, share it around. If you find yourself making decisions, prioritise the team. Maybe reconsider today. There's still time, you know. We could always just quit now and take the cup. But what about all those people who will see us play today? Well, I'll leave it up to you. What's important is whether the decision you make is for your own interests or equality. Okay, so after saying something to Alice, Felicity just turned around and ran back to the halfway line. After which, Alice had just been standing there, thinking about something. Okay, the, the referee is urging Alice to continue, which seems to have jumped her back into action. She puts the ball down and starts walking back slowly, very slowly. Staring at the ball now, she prepares for what may well be the final kick today. Will Alice continue the all-girls team? It's in! Alice scores! Bottom corner puts it away! They've won! They've won the match! The all-girls continue! They continue on! Hi everyone, if you're hearing this and just about the tune out, please just hold on for one minute. Um, it took a huge effort to create the Graduates Cup. And although I got help from a lot of people, the writing, directing, editing, sound mixing, producing, casting, all of that stuff was done by me, Marin Boyan. <laughs> As you may have noticed, that's a lot of work. <laughs> so much so that... If it weren't for a few things going on behind the scenes, like Sin Media's incubator program, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. And that's the thing I want to talk to you about. Pretty soon, this support that was happening behind the scenes will no longer exist. And with this in mind, I can't do any future projects, whether they be Graduate Cup related or not. I can't do anything of this magnitude again without your support. And before you get the wrong idea, I'm not asking for money here, but what I am asking for is this. If you enjoyed this podcast, and I presume you did if you've stuck around to this point, uh, please share it around. If there's somebody out there who you think might also be interested, let them know. Tell them about this podcast. Download it onto their phone. Whatever it takes. <laughs> it, it seriously makes a huge difference for me. 
Apart from that, if you like what you heard, please get in touch. My email's in the description. I'd love to hear what you thought about it. Ooh, also, seriously, check out my YouTube channel, Baronation. I don't really plan to become a YouTuber, but I've got some unique videos I've been wanting to make the longest time now. Uh, so I'll be releasing them whilst I figure out what I can do next. Anyway, thanks for hearing me out. For the last time, here are the credits. The Graduates Cup is a Sin Media podcast and could not have been created without the help of Creative Victoria, the Community Broadcasting Foundation, Madeline Plum, Rachel Alford, Pat Chirico, Ron Kurtz, Leneth Svalin, Andrew Duncanson, Patrick Farnan, Crystal Roxas, Lindsay Green, Daniel Ryan, John Chia, Benji Grenowigan, James Liotta, Les Horowitz, Shelley Dunlop, Michael Huang, Lucindu Pandicarola, Nikki Dionisiu, Hi Tran. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the Graduates Cup. <laughs>